but that person deserves discipline. So how does that work? So if you're disciplined, that means that you are going to delay gratification temporarily so that you have a benefit in the long term. That means that you're willing to sacrifice your personal temporary pleasure so that you can take care of yourself in a massive way in the long term. That's what discipline is. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rising Father Podcast. I'm Chris Rodak. You can change yourself. I know because I've done it. I know because tons of guys in my group have done it, and I've been part of many groups where guys have done it. Many times you think you are too far gone, but that is just a lie. You are only too far gone if you've convinced yourself that you are too far gone. If you've told yourself that there's no help for you to change yourself, then that's the story you're going to live by. And you're going to believe those lies and stories about yourself. To actually change, to actually make some meaningful change in your life, you have to rewrite your story. You have to tell yourself that there's more for you, that there's a better life for you, and that you deserve it. You have to believe that you deserve the change. It can't just be something you think about. You have to truly believe it in your heart that you deserve and are worthy of a better life. Because if you're at the bottom of the pit right now and you're depressed and you're stressed out and you do not like how your life is, you're in a bubble. And the thoughts that are coming to you at all hours of the day are probably dark thoughts that are tearing you down and are not ones that are going to lift you up to be the person that you need to be. So... If that is all you have coming into your brain at all hours of the day, it's going to be hard for you to find a way out. It's going to be hard for you to find the motivation to truly change yourself. But you have to get through that. You have to fill your head with voices of other people. It could be on social media. It could be in groups, wherever. Find people that lift you up, that can fill your head with voices that can lift you out of that pit. A lot of times that's by joining groups, that's by listening to podcasts, that's by filtering the content you view on social media and not going down the wormholes. But if at all hours of the day you are unhappy with your current situation, then you are going to be constantly surrounded by those thoughts. And you need new a new vision for yourself, you need a new story for yourself, and you have to deep down believe that you deserve it, that you're worthy of the change, that you're someone who's that you're someone who is worthy of a better life. Because if you don't, if you're ashamed of yourself and you don't like the man you are right now, then you're it doesn't matter what you write down or want for yourself, you're not going to believe that you deserve it. You're not going to believe that you deserve a better life if you're not happy with the person you are. There's a quote by I think it's Jacqueline Small I heard this morning as I was working out, listening to The Shame That Binds Us on audio as I was working out. I think the quote by Jacqueline Small is, I'm going to butcher this, it is, you don't have to, ooh, what is it? Something like, we don't need, we don't need to be, we don't need to do anything, we just need to be something. And that's a horrible rendition of the quote. I'll, I'll look it up and post it, but 
It has to do with being a human being and not being a human doing, where we shouldn't need certain things and results and actions to make us feel good. We should feel good with who we are as a person right now, how we are living, how we are living our lives, the values we live by, the principles, our non-negotiables, our routines, and just ourself as a person. We should love that person and feel happy with that person. And if we are, if we are happy with that person and we look at the mirror at the end of the night and we love that person, then we are going to feel that that person deserves to be taken care of. And we're going to feel that that person deserves discipline. So how does that work? So if you're disciplined, that means that you are going to delay gratification temporarily so that you have a benefit in the long term. That means that you're willing to sacrifice your personal temporary pleasure so that you can take care of yourself in a massive way in the long term. That's what discipline is. If, you're, if you don't love yourself and you don't think you're worthy of a better life, then you have a scarcity mindset. You feel that everything good will be taken away from you. So you need it all right now. Alcohol, food, cigarettes, whatever it is for you. You feel like you need this pleasure right now because if you don't hold on to it, if you don't grasp it right now, it's going to be grabbed away from you and taken from you. So you don't want discipline. Because discipline means you have to hold off on those good things for a long time and know that you're going to take advantage of the good things that discipline brings maybe years down the line. Maybe taking a long time to build a business, a long time to build your body, understanding that it takes months to change yourself. And if you appreciate and love who you are on the inside, then you are willing to put in that daily work the daily discipline, you're willing to get up early, you're willing to push yourself, you're willing to be uncomfortable because you know that you deserve it. You know that you can make something of yourself, you can make something of the discipline in the time to come. So if you believe the lies you tell yourself, then you won't believe that it's possible for you. Some of the lies that you tell yourself or that you're too far gone, that you're a failure, that you're going to screw this up, that you're too old, too fat, too out of shape. And if you start to believe those things, then there's, you go down a wormhole. And I've been there too, but you can't get out of it. But you start to go down a wormhole and you start to believe those thoughts over and over again. So here's something you can do to fix that. You can start to write down you can start to write down these thoughts that are filling your head. So what are the thoughts that are filling your head that are negative? Write those down. Now, how can I combat those thoughts? What can I do to combat those thoughts? So what you do is you write in antagonistic thoughts. So say you have a thought that is, I'm a failure. And that comes to your head all the time. Like, I'm a failure as a father. I'm a failure as a husband. First off, so write it down. Write down the actions that you think are causing that. Maybe there's no actions. And then write the opposite thought. No, actually, I'm a great father. Actually, I'm a great husband. And then write down the actions that you need to take to make sure that that is true for you. So believe in your heart that you deserve a better life, and that can start to happen. So believe you're worthy, and that comes down to believing you're a man who deserves that. And then what you have to do is make a plan to actually make these changes in your life. Because it's one thing to believe it and want it. It's another thing to actually make it happen. So if you have a plan, then you can realistically make any of these changes in your life. If you're addicted to drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, you might think, man, it's it'll be impossible 
for me to get off this. You might think years down the line, I might be someone who is able to quit alcohol. No, not true at all. We've got guys in our Rising Fathers program who have gone sober after months. We have three guys who've gone sober after months, just months being in it. So for them, they might have thought it was impossible before they joined. And then now they think anything is possible because before this impossibility was impossible. This thing that was holding them down was impossible to overcome. And now they've overcome the impossible. So now what else do they think was impossible that is now possible? Many things in their life. And then your vision increases and then the vision you have for yourself increases. And you think, oh, actually I'm capable of a lot of amazing things. And then once you knock out these impossibilities, then you begin to become more confident and stronger and your whole world opens up because you think, all right, before this one thing was impossible. Now I know it is actually easily conquered. So all these other things that were impossible, I can conquer and action a pretty damn powerful person. So you can do it. You can change yourself. There is hope for you. I've done it. I've been stuck in ruts of trying to be motivated and improving myself and then falling back down and then being improving and then improving myself and falling back down it still happens but you can always get back up and you can always make permanent changes the only way it doesn't happen is if you wallow in your failure and if you let that hold you down so what's at stake so what is at stake if you do not believe in yourself and you do not make these changes well if you lose hope with yourself, then your family also loses hope. So if you lose hope in who you are as a person, you lose hope that there's no chance of you changing your life, who, is, who are the people who live with you every single day? The people who live with you every single day are your wife, they're your kids, they're your friends, your coworkers. These are the people who experience you day to day. And if you're someone who's lost hope, you're depressed, you're stressed, you're anxious, and these people have to experience you every single day and they're counting on you. you know, your kids are your kids want this warm, caring, loving father. Your wife wants a passionate, joyful husband. And you've lost hope, you're depressed, you're stressed, you're anxious, and you wallow in the self-pity and failure, then you're not giving them a very good life. So it's also about that. Yes, it's about you becoming the best you can, feeling good, feeling confident, loving yourself. But you do these things so that you can show up as a better husband, show up as a better man, show up as a better father to the people around you. That's why you do it. Do it for yourself, but also do it for your family so you can serve better, so you can lead better. And the longer you wallow in self-pity, the more you punish those who rely on you the most. And also the longer we wallow in failure and self-pity, the less chance we have of repairing that relationship because our kids are getting older, our wife is getting older, and time doesn't stay still as we figure our shit out. Time does not wait for us. Time keeps going. Over, you know, for some people, there were years where they just didn't see their families for whatever reason. They just didn't see their families and they were separated. And then they come back to their families so say maybe a parent leaves for a couple of years and then they come back to their families and the kids went from ages four to six. Those parents, or say grandparents, the grandparents come back and they might think, 
well, the kids are going to treat me exactly the same. I'm going to have the same relationship as I had before. And then they're surprised to find out, no, these kids are completely different. These kids don't barely even remember me. These kids have completely lost the love and connection that we had at one point. We have to basically restart a relationship. Time does not stand still. So if you're at a point where you are really depressed or stressed or anxious because your life is in the toilet right now, the longer you allow yourself to stay there, the longer it's going to take for your family to see the best you. And I'm saying allow yourself to stay there because you can only feel bad for yourself for so long. Only, only allow yourself to have pity on yourself for so long. And then it's time to pick yourself up and actually do something about it. Because I hear in the dad community, there's two different perspectives. There's get your shit together and make a better life for you and your family. Then there's also the dad's trying his best. Dad's tired. Dad's sad. Dad's lonely. He's depressed. There's that whole thing that annoys the hell out of me. That's just woe is me. Let the lonely dad fishing by himself who gave everything but couldn't do anything, had no results. That pisses me off because it's, it's, it's lazy, it's sloppy, it's giving you an excuse to do nothing while at the same time making you feel good about yourself as if you're this martyr on the hill. No, that's not you. You need to actually do something. You need to fix your life. If you're someone who's extremely overweight, you need to go to the gym. You need to stop eating things. And a lot of, a, a common comment I hear on any post I make about working out and being in shape is, I don't have time. I work so long. I don't have any time to take care of myself. I give it all to my family, which sounds amazing. It's something you could put on a billboard and feel good about yourself, but it's a lie. Because you working long hours has nothing to do with the food you put in your mouth and the beer you drink at the end of the night or the cigarettes you smoke. It has nothing to do with it. I also worked extremely long hours. For the past five years, I worked a nine-to-five while building a business on top of my nine-to-five before and after my job. And then I got up at 3.45 a.m. and worked out before I did all that, getting six hours of sleep. I don't want to hear the excuses. There are excuses, but they're just excuses. You can make it happen. And I bought those excuses also. I also bought those excuses and screwed myself because of them. Because I bought the lies I was telling, them, I was telling myself, it held me in place. I told myself I was working too hard so I couldn't take care of myself. When in reality, I could have just woken up earlier and got less sleep and fixed my body. And someone might say, yeah, but sleep's important. Yeah, sleep's important. Also, not being fat is important. Also, having good cardio, good heart health, good blood health, um, all of these things that come with working out and eating healthy are also important. For me, when I'm on six, six and a half, seven hours of sleep, I function much better and I have more energy than when I get eight, eight plus hours. And I found that out by needing it, by needing the extra time to get done what I had to get done. Because I didn't want to go to work and then come home from work, my kids get home and go to the gym and spend two hours and spend hours at the gym and then come home for dinner and then work on my business. I didn't want to do that. So I wanted to do it before they all woke up. 
But there were years where I would buy the bullshit. I would buy the excuses. I would buy the lies. I would tell myself of, you're working hard enough. You're doing everything you can, Chris. You're doing everything you can. You deserve a break. You deserve you deserve this cake at the birthday party. You deserve this these beers when you're out with your friends. You need to relax. You can just take it easy. You deserve it. And the longer I listened to that, the fatter I got and the sloppier I got. And the less motivated I got and the more complacent I got. Because I would believe that lie. I believed it. So be careful of that message that's out there in the dad community because it's out there of take it easy you deserve it um you're working your hardest which is fine if you are because obviously this isn't 1000 percent black and white if you if you are in the position that where yeah you're working your hardest then great then you're obviously getting crazy amazing results if you're working your hardest you know that means you're you're in incredible shape it means your business is taking off and you're working your hardest you know, in every area of your life, then amazing. And you should have the results that show that. But if you're failing in multiple areas of your life, but then you're also giving yourself excuses as to why you can't improve, then you're in this mind battle where you're lying to yourself and lying to everyone else while staying stuck, while punishing your family. Because for me, I was making excuses as to why I couldn't spend time on my business, why I couldn't go to the gym, why it made sense for me not to eat healthy, but I also wasn't getting results. As to now, I don't have those excuses. I don't give myself those excuses, but I'm getting results. My business is growing. My relationships are better. I'm in the best shape of my life, but I'm also not getting as, as much sleep. I'm also not telling myself I deserve to take breaks and eat and drink. So less excuses now, more results. More excuses back then, less results. More comfort back then, less results. More suffering now, more results. So there's a difference between the two. You can change, you can change your life, but you have to identify the lies you're telling yourself. How are you lying to yourself? What are you telling yourself? That is bullshit. There's something. Are you telling yourself you're disciplined, but you're really not? Do you like to share discipline quotes, but have no discipline yourself? Do you like to lecture your kids on eating healthy, but then you go out to eat every single night and drink and sit on the couch? Do you like to tell yourself you can tell your kids they can go after their dreams, but you're stuck in a job you don't want to be at and are doing nothing to take a risk? Or do you refuse to invest in yourself? Are you someone who says that you should go after your dreams, take risks, and you like to talk to people about that, but then when it comes time for you to invest in yourself and take a risk, you have to think about it, even though you've been thinking about it for three, four, five years, a decade, and you can't pull the trigger on yourself because you don't trust yourself. Is that you? Those are lies that you have to identify. That's inner work that I had to do on myself, is what lies am I telling myself that are holding me back? What negative things am I telling myself that are holding me down. So you can be punishing yourself in multiple ways. One of them is by creating a negative identity about yourself, by telling yourself negative lies, like you are a failure, you're too stupid, you're too lazy, you're too sloppy. And you can also tell yourself lies 
about things you're doing that you're not doing. Like, I'm working too hard. I can't wake up earlier. I can't put in more time. All of these things are incorrect lies that our ego wants to tell ourselves to maintain the status quo to where we don't have to do anything, to where we can just stay still. Because less change means less shock to our system, and our system doesn't want to be shocked. It wants to keep us safe. And us as people, we also don't want to dive into fear. We don't want to dive into the scary world of jumping off a cliff if we don't, if we can't control the outcome. Because if you can't control the outcome, then it's a scary world to be in. Like, why would I put money here if I can't guarantee a return? I'm not going to invest in myself if I can't guarantee that I'll look a certain way on the outcome. If I'll make a certain amount of money on the other on the on the um, on the back end of it. Because if you can't control the outcome, then you're stuck in place. You're scared. You know, for a lot of guys, that just keeps you stuck forever. And if you are in this horrible cycle of continuing to lie to yourself and believe the bullshit that you tell yourself about why you don't have time, it's too risky, you'll start tomorrow, all those bullshit lies, you're punishing yourself and you're also punishing your family. So here's what I mean by punishing your family. Because there's a lot of people who say, you know, well, I deserve it too. Yeah, you deserve it, obviously. You deserve to be happy. You des you're worthy. You're a person of value. You deserve to be loved, and you deserve to feel great about yourself. But if you refuse to do the work that makes that happen, who else are you punishing? Who else is in your sphere of influence? And if you are a father, if you're a husband, you are in the magical, amazing place where you have a massive impact on a lot of people. You're no longer just living by yourself in a college dorm room. You are the most important person to many people. There's people who go, your kids go to school just waiting to see you when they get home. They can't wait to see you when you get home. Um, your wife is thinking about you. She's hoping that, you know, my husband, today, tonight's the night he planned a date for us. Maybe tonight's night he's going to send me that surprise love letter. Or I'll get surprised by flowers. You know, maybe the romance he showed me in college or on our first dates will happen tonight. You are that people are thinking about you like that. Sometimes that's missed when we're constantly wallowing in self-pity and failure because we're so obsessed with ourselves and so selfish. The woe is me, dad is tired, dad is depressed, dad's trying his best bullshit out there is selfish. And it's causing you to block out the people who need you right now, which is your wife and kids. So get over it. Put the big boy pants on. The longer you wallow in it, the longer you feel bad for yourself, the longer those people suffer. Because you're so concerned about how hard you're working and how much you're suffering that you're forgetting that people actually need you in their life. And that they love you so much. They need you to show up for them. So get over it. Stop being so selfish. I was there before. This is me talking to myself. This is me talking to the person that I was. If I had me as I am now, as a guide, as a mentor back then, I could have helped myself. I could have said, hey, get over it. 
You don't need more right now. You actually need less. You want to feel better about yourself? You need less. So you're depressed right now. You're anxious. You're upset. You're in your head. Okay, go outside and go for a run. What? But it's cold outside. It's going to hurt. It's going to suffer. Exactly. That's what you need. You need to go outside in the snow, in the cold, do some push-ups, lay in the snow, get yourself frozen. You need to go out there and suffer a little bit and push yourself because you're so used to comfort that it's numbed you to everything. It's numbed you to real life. And now you're just stuck in your own head and your own bubble. That's what I told I should have. I wish someone could have told me. Eventually told me that, but it took too long. And now I can say that to help other people. So if you're listening to this and you're that person, then heed these words. You don't need anything right now. You don't need comfort. You don't need pleasure. You don't need more time to think about it. You don't need a night's sleep. Tomorrow isn't a better day. When finances are better, when it's less riskier, when everyone in your life is on board, if it's important to you, do it now. If you need to make a change in your life, do it now. Or die with regret. Or die with the regret of the person you could have became. Die with the regret of the person your kids never got to see and your wife never got to experience. That's what's at stake. That's what's at stake if you don't go all in on yourself right now. No, you're not going to do it tomorrow. If, it's, if something massive in your life, if a massive change in your life is not important enough for you to do right now, it's going to be less important tomorrow. So that lie that you tell yourself, that I need to think about it, is a lie you've been buying for years. That's why you have made no progress. Because you've been believing this lie. That you need to ponder, you need to think, you need to plan, you need to be a perfectionist because I'm a perfectionist. What does a perfectionist mean? That means that you're afraid of making a mistake. That means you're afraid of failure. That means you don't trust yourself to survive in a situation where the outcome isn't already predestined. It means you have no faith in yourself. If you call yourself a perfectionist, it means you just don't believe in yourself. It means that if I can't give you the answer sheet ahead of time, you're too afraid to take the test. These are lies that you need to see through on your, within yourself to break through, to break free. Stop buying them. Do harder things. Stop lying to yourself. Stop procrastinating. Stop binging. Choose purpose over pleasure. All right, guys. That is all.